You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> back i know i know it's been like eight days over a week ryan where have you been we need a new episode this that i've been i've been busy i don't know what else to tell you i've been busy okay i know i didn't do the preview of the giants uh giants raiders game i didn't do the reaction Uh, i didn't have that when it comes to the stuff i have to do for esny the writing comes first and i'm never gonna miss that Ever. I've never missed it. I don't miss it. I don't ever plan on missing it. I always plan on coming through. That's what I've always done since the start. So that comes first. So I'm sorry that I haven't been on this podcast in eight days or whatever it is. I'm sorry that I didn't give a preview of the Giants-Raiders game. And I'm sorry that I didn't give a reaction even though it was the biggest win of the year for the Giants. Biggest win. Xavier McKinney, two picks. Evan Engram, great catch, touchdown. Quincy Roche, who I liked coming out of the draft, out of Miami. Big sack at the end, forced fumble of Derek Carr. Leonard Williams falls on it, Giants win. They can turn a corner, maybe. One and a half games out of the wild card spot, which is miraculously held by Atlanta. <laughs> the last wild card spot held by Atlanta, who were, who what, 32-6 to they lost? Week one to the Eagles? Wow, but we're back again. I wouldn't miss the best bets episode. I can tell you that right now. I've skipped. I not. I don't want to say skipped. I haven't had time to post, you know, or record or post preview episodes of Giants games and reaction episode I missed for Giants Raiders. But I'm not missing best bets. And we're back again for episode 99. How could I miss this? I couldn't ever. It's my favorite time of the week. It's Thursday morning. I know. I usually do it Wednesday. Didn't have time yesterday. Thursday morning it is. And we got 14 games on deck for us this week. In week 10 already. I tell you, it goes by quick. It's it's messed up. It goes by quick. All of a sudden, it's like middle of November. I feel like I just watched Giants-Broncos week 1. On what was that? September 12th? It was two months ago. I feel like I just watched the... Washington football team missed a game-winning field goal against the Giants in Week 2 on Thursday Night Football only for that to be negated by Dexter Lawrence offsides. And then the Giants lost. I feel like I just watched that. It's been two months. But we're back again. Week 10, best bets, 14 games. We are talking about 13 of them. I will give you the reason. I will tell you later on which game we won't speak on and why. I have a pretty good reason. Um, it has to do with my fantasy quarterback. If that gives some of my friends who are listening an idea of what game we are talking about and what player we are talking about. Okay? Sound good? Awesome. 
Let's get into it. Thursday night, tonight, Buffalo, uh, excuse me, Baltimore, Miami. Baltimore, by the way, these lines courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook as they always are. And, uh, and the lines are as of Thursday morning. So Baltimore minus 7.5 against Miami. I got to go Baltimore. I hate Miami, man. I do. I don't let, I'm not a Tua guy. Uh, I don't have much faith in Tua. Listen, people prove me wrong. Players prove me wrong. I believe in player development. I mean, look at Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen, the first two years, it's like, oh, God, did they make the right decision? And then year three, he, all of a sudden, he's like one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Players can develop. Players can get better. Players can come into their own. Players can get accustomed to the speed of the NFL and improve on their game. That's possible for those who don't think that. That is possible. You don't have to be Joe Montana or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers right out of the gate. That doesn't happen. Unless you're Mike White. <laughs> um, but I got to go. I, I Listen, I, I'm just not a big Tua fan. I don't trust them with Tua. I don't trust them with Jacoby Brissett, even though I like Jacoby Brissett. I'm higher on Jacoby Brissett than most other people. Most people are. But I got to go Baltimore minus seven and a half. I think Baltimore is too good of a team uh, for this Miami squad. Uh, I'm going under 46 and a half because Miami can't score. I, I mean, putting up seven, whether it's Tua or Jacoby. With Jacoby, they put up, what, 17 points, I think, against Houston? You can't only score 17 against Houston. Can't do it. Baltimore minus seven and a half, under 46 and a half, and Baltimore minus 380 on the money line. Okay? Moving on. One o'clock games for Sunday. Bills and Jets. It's the Mike White era. The Mike the Mike White train. It continues. It rolls on. Full steam ahead. At least for this game, because Zach Wilson still got to rest his PCL sprain. He's back at practice, Zach Wilson is, because they didn't put him on IR, so you can come back anytime, but they still want him to rest that PCL sprain. So they're starting Mike White for the third straight week. Bills are minus 11. I'm taking the Jets to cover. I am. I think, I, I listen, I need. I think we need to settle down about Mike White because it has been one game. I, 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 think, I think he's at least won himself a job as a backup for the next five years or so. Um... But I, I, uh, I, I, this Jets offense just looks better with White in than Zach Wilson right now. You know, who knows? Mike White maybe will come back down to earth. Who knows? But I'm taking the Jets plus 11. I said the Jets lose this game by like nine points. So it's not a two, not a one possession game. Buffalo um, is able to win by more than one possession. I said the Jets lose by nine points. They cover plus 11. The Bills win though. They're minus 475 in the money line. And uh, as far as the over-under, take the over. Because I like Josh Allen in this offense. And I like this Jets offense with Mike White. I think over 47.5 is a play. Is, is You know, I don't want to go ahead and say it's a lock. But I, I like over 47.5. I really do. I think that's too low of an over-under for this type of game. With this Josh Allen-led offense. And this Mike White and this Jets offense that's looked good under Mike White. When uh, he's in and he's healthy, obviously he exited the game against Indianapolis early with the forearm injury. Take the over over 47.5 for Bills Jets. Uh, Bucks and uh, the Washington football team. Okay, another one o'clock start. I know we're taking a lot of favorites here. I'm just gonna set, I'm just gonna set that standard right now. We're taking a lot of favorites this week. That's just how it is. I know there's a lot of big there's a lot of wide spreads on DraftKings Sportsbook at least for this week's slate of games. 
I, I know it's risky to take someone minus nine and a half, which is what Tampa Bay is, but I'm taking Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. I don't trust Washington at all. I don't think they're very good. Um, I mean, for, God, the Giants are now in ahead of the football team in the standings. And look at how bad the Giants have been for the most part. Washington's two and six. I don't trust Taylor Heineke. Um, I don't trust that defense. The defense has not played well. Uh, I'm taking plus, excuse me, I'm taking Tampa Bay minus nine and a half, Tampa Bay minus 400, and take over 51 and a half. Listen, Tom Brady against, and that Bucks offense against this Washington defense, I bet you they put up like 40 points. So the over will be hit. Over 51. What do we got? Atlanta and Dallas? Man, and Atlanta's a playoff team right now. Like, what the hell? What in the world? All of a sudden, Atlanta's 4-4. Four and four. And I know that that's not great, but it's 500, obviously, but they're the seventh team in the NFC. If the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs. By the way, I just looked. I just, I just paused for a sec because I just looked at my phone. Uh, breaking news: Cam Newton will meet with uh, quote Cam Newton will meet with quarterback needy Carolina Panthers unquote. That's pretty wild. If he's back in Carolina, that's pretty wild. I mean, hey, they need a quarterback. Hey, Sam Darnold's hurt, I and mean, he's not the answer either way. And I don't trust P.J. Walker. Even if P.J. Walker has a Mike White moment, I don't think that's going to last. I don't think Mike White's moment's going to last. So, but anyway, Atlanta, Dallas. Atlanta's a playoff team at the season end of today. Dallas is coming off a big loss to Denver, I believe 30-16 to 16, uh, last Sunday. I'm taking Dallas minus eight, though. I think Dallas bounces back. Dallas, Dallas is a talented team, has a much superior quarterback in this matchup. I think Dallas' defense has been good for the most part this year. I think Atlanta will fail to remain consistent, even though they're uh, playing good football right now. They're, they just beat the Saints, albeit without Jameis Winston. Um, I think uh, I know they're a playoff team right now, but I think Dallas is just a much better team. Dallas obviously one of the best teams in that conference. So Dallas minus 8, Dallas 400 on the money line. And take over 54.5 because I, like, I just like this Dallas offense. I think they can put up a lot of points. Um, and uh, I'm not thrilled about this Atlanta defense, so over 54 and a half uh, is in play. Saints-Titans. Can you believe the Titans, who are one of the best teams in football, a top three team in football right now, in my opinion, are only two and a half point favorites over Trevor Simeon and the New Orleans Saints? That's it. Two and a half point favorites. I don't know. Listen, Vegas always knows more than us. That is... You know, that's never, uh, I never doubt that. Vegas knows more than us. But only two and a half points? That's it? This is, Tennessee minus two and a half is my lock of the week. Put it, put money down right now. Obviously, I'm not forcing you to put money down. I can't do that. I'm just telling you. Tennessee minus two and a half is the lock of the week on this podcast, on this Bats Bats episode, 150%. I cannot believe Vegas only thinks that that Tennessee team, which just beat Buffalo, which just beat uh, the Rams, who else do they beat? Um, they're, they've won. They've won. They've won their last five games. They lost to the Jets, and they've won five in a row since. And since that Jets game, they beat uh, the Chiefs. Excuse me. They beat Jacksonville. Uh, whatever. Everyone beats Jacksonville except for apparently the Bills. Uh, then they beat the Bills by three. They beat Kansas City by 24. I mean, Kansas City is Kansas City. Yeah, whatever, but they won by 24. Uh, they beat the Colts, who are playing good football right now, and they beat the uh, Rams on the road on Sunday Night Football 28-16. to And the Rams got a garbage time touchdown. So you could say like tw- you could say it was worse than that for the Rams. 
Titans minus two and a half, Titans minus 150 on the money line. The fact that they're rolling 150 to win outright, minus 150 is absurd. And you got to go um, over 44. I mean, that, over, that, that, that Titans offense is too good for that low of a total. Over 44 for that game, Titans-Saints. And Titans are at home too, and they're still only favored by two and a half points. That's absurd. I mean, they put up 28 against the Rams, 34 against Indianapolis, 27 against Kansas City, 34 against Buffalo. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I don't know what Vegas is thinking with these odds. As I've said, Vegas knows more than we do always. That'll never change, especially they know especially know more than I do. But that's I, I don't I don't I don't agree with those lines at all. Tennessee minus two and a half, minus 150 over 44 for that game. Jaguars Colts. Another favorite, another big favorite I'm taking. Got to take Indianapolis minus 10. Look, Jacksonville, I, I get it. They just beat Buffalo. Buffalo put up a stinker. It happens. You can't be perfect every single week. No, no team is except for the 72 Dolphins. Jacksonville isn't a good football team. And if Trevor Lawrence suffered that injury last week, if he's a little banged up, I mean, a guy, if Trevor, if Trevor Lawrence is playing. But if Trevor Lawrence was not playing, I, I, I can't see a scenario where they would score over 10 points in any game without him. Literally. It's that, that they're that bad. Take an Indian, and Indianapolis is playing good football right now. They've won three out of four. Um, I believe the only loss in that span of the last four games has been to Tennessee by three, who obviously I just said is a top three team in football, in my opinion. Yeah, Colts beat the Texans by 28. 49ers by 12, lost to the Titans by 3, and then they um, they beat the Jets by 15. So the Colts are playing good football right now. Jacksonville just won, but they're not a great team at all. We know that. Colts minus 10, Colts minus 490, and take under 47.5 because, listen, this Jacksonville team just cannot score. I mean, they, they, they beat Buffalo. They only scored 9 points. It was like, thank God I didn't watch that game. Thank God the Giants played at the same time. I mean, jeez. Watching that game, 9-6. to six. Oh my God! Ended in a punt. Jesus, I I, I don't know who who was there at that game. I feel bad. Literally, I feel bad for people who were at that game. That's I, even if you were a Jaguar fan, that's got to be brutal to watch. Pittsburgh and Detroit. Listen, Detroit's very bad. I'm sorry, they just are. Detroit is very bad. I've wrote I've written about it a number of times in my power rankings pieces. You can check them out. Obviously, EliteSportsNY.com. Uh, they, they're bad. They're just so, they don't have a good quarterback. They don't have a good roster. Um, I like DeAndre Swift, but that's really it. Uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh minus eight and Pittsburgh minus 335 on the money line and take under 42 and a half. Because okay? I don't love, I, I don't, I'm not a big Ben Roethlisberger guy. I don't think that Pittsburgh offense can score consistently. And I certainly don't think that uh, Lions offense can score uh, consistently. So I, I, under 42 and a half for that game. Browns Patriots. Listen, this is this is a I usually don't do this where it's a tight spread and I take the uh I take the underdog and then I take the favorite to win outright. I'm gonna do that here. Cleveland plus two and a half, but I say New England wins outright, they're minus one forty. I say New England wins this game by two points. Like a game winning field goal, down one, kick the field goal, win by two. Cleveland covers, New England wins outright. 
And I'm taking the over, over 46. I like how this Cleveland offense can score. And listen, this Patriots offense obviously can stay efficient with Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. So they did. They do what they need to do. New England's been playing good football. They've turned the corner. They beat the Jets by 41 a couple weeks ago. And the Jets are the Jets. But hey, which what NFL team wins by 41 points? Patriots put up 54 in that game. Okay, and then they won... As I look it up here, came close with uh, Dallas a couple weeks ago. Obviously, came close back in week four with Tampa Bay and Brady's return. Uh, they beat the Chargers by three. They uh, handled the Panthers pretty easily, 124 to six last Sunday. So, Patriots are turning the corner. They've won three in a row. They've won four out of five. The only loss was to the Cowboys in overtime, and the Cowboys are obviously a great team in the NFC. I'm taking Patriots minus 140, Browns to cover plus two and a half over 46. Moving on to the 4 o'clock games. My favorite window of the week. The 4 o'clock games. I love it. I think some of my friends disagree. They like the 1 o'clock games when there's 8 of them. No. No. I like when there's 4 4 o'clock window games. It's easy to pay attention and follow. Because when it gets to 1 o'clock games, you're following 8 games at once. It's only so much I can watch. I only have 2 eyes. I mean, jeez. Vikings Chargers first one. Taking min- I'm doing the same thing as I did with the Cleveland Patriots game. I'm taking Minnesota plus three and the Chargers minus 170. Listen, I, I, I've said before, you can't sleep on the Vikings for the most part. You can't. I know they lost to Cooper Rush, but this team does not lose by a lot. Lost to Baltimore by three. Lost to the Cowboys by four. Uh, lost to the Browns by seven. They lost to the Cardinals by one. Bengals by three. This team does not lose by a lot of points. They're in every game. They're competitive. Minnesota plus three, but I just like the Chargers quarterback more. Justin Herbert over Kirk Cousins. I like the Chargers uh, roster more. Minus 170. Their Chargers coach more as well. Minnesota plus three. Chargers minus 170. And take over 53. Because I like how, you know, I, I think the Chargers can score with Justin Herbert and that offense. And hey, Minnesota can put up some points too. I mean, they put up 31 against Baltimore, 34 against Carolina. Um, they put up 33 against Arizona, 30 against the Seahawks. They can score points. Take the over 53 in that game. Uh, Panthers-Cardinals. Got to take Cardinals minus 10.5. I mean, even if they do sign, the Panthers do sign Cam Newton, like I just said, they might. I mean, Panthers are, the, Cam Newton is reportedly meeting with them. I, I, I don't. He's not going to be playing by Sunday, is my guess. So it's going to be P.J. Walker against Arizona. Um, but as I said before, I don't want to touch this game. Okay, I know I just gave you the spread so that you didn't have to go and check what it is. And I know I just gave you some background and some key info. But listen, I, I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. He's hoping to play Sunday, but that doesn't mean he will. Just because you're hoping on a Thursday or a Wednesday that you're going to play Sunday does not confirm that you're going to. So since we have not confirmed that he will play, at least to my knowledge, I don't feel comfortable in picking this game. Because if it's Colt McCoy versus P.J. Walker, I mean, who knows? I mean, Colt McCoy won last week against San Francisco. But, you know, who knows? Really. I'm not touching that game. Just because of the Kyler situation, I'm not going to do it. I don't feel comfortable giving you advice on how to bet that game because I don't know if the better quarterback in the matchup and the most valuable player possibly in this matchup is playing. So I'm not going to do that for you. Philadelphia and Denver. Got to take Denver minus three. Look, I just like what Denver did against Dallas. Denver's won two in a row. Denver minus three. Denver minus 150. And uh, take over 46. Over 46. Because Denver put up 30 points on the Cowboys. I think the Eagles can score as well. The Eagles offense is not all that horrible. I mean, you look at some of the scores of these games that they're in. They can put up points. 
put up 44 points in the Lions. I mean, the Lions are the Lions, but it's still 44 points. They put up 24 against Los Angeles. Uh, let's see. Put up 30 against Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Um, they dropped 32 against the Falcons in Week 1. They could score points. I like um, I like the I like the over 46 on here. I really do. And then, but Denver minus three, Denver minus 150. Seahawks and Packers, the final game in the four o'clock window. Uh, we got Russell Wilson coming back versus Aaron Rodgers, who's also coming back after the whole COVID thing. Um, uh, obviously, you know we, we know about that. We've all read and heard about it. I don't need to explain it to you. Uh, I'm taking Green Bay minus three, just because you know, I didn't I didn't really like the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, let alone without him. You know, let alone with them with Geno Smith. I mean, you look at the games prior to when he got hurt. Uh, they, they lost to Tennessee. They lost to Minnesota. They only beat San Francisco, who I'm not big on at all by seven. They're losing to the Rams. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, and I know Russell Wilson got hurt in that Rams game, but I don't love, I, I didn't like the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. I'm taking Packers minus three, Packers minus 160, and I'm taking, I'm taking under 49, just because I don't, I think, uh, I, I just don't, I don't like that offense as well. I mean, if you look at their offensive rankings for either team, as from a point standpoint, uh, you know, you got, where's Seattle? Seattle and Green Bay are right in the bottom half of the league. Seattle's only scoring 22 points per game, and Green Bay, uh, excuse me, Seattle's scoring 22.6, Green Bay is scoring 22.1. So they're both in the bottom half of the league. So I'd taken the under 46, or excuse me, um, yeah, under 49 on that. Sunday night, Kansas City and Vegas. Vegas is a two and a half point underdog at home. And we know the problems Kansas City has had. I know they only they've won two in a row, but hey, they only beat the Giants by three, and they only beat Jordan Love by six. And they're a two and a half point favorite on the road. I don't know what's going on with Vegas this week, but I'm taking the the Vegas meaning the city and the odds makers, not the team. I'm taking Raiders plus two and a half. Okay, Raiders plus two and a half, Raiders plus 120 on the money line. And I'm taking uh, under 51 and a half just because I don't like what the Chiefs offense that Patrick Mahomes has done as of late. And uh, I think the Raiders the Raiders defense has been pretty solid. So I'm taking uh, under 51 and a half in that game. But that's a lock. Okay, Raiders plus two and a half and then Titans minus two and a half. Both locks of my, both my locks of the week, 150%. And finally, Monday night, Rams, 49ers. Taking Rams minus three and a half. I don't like the 49ers. I haven't been on big on the 49ers all this year. I don't know why we don't discuss Kyle Shanahan's job security. Talk about, oh, he's an offensive genius. They had one good year. I think he's what? Now 31 and 39 as a head coach? As in, in the regular season, at least. I think right around there, I could be at 32 and 40. Okay, 32 and 40 as a, as a head coach in the regular season. Okay, I, 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 I don't get it. I really don't. I, I don't know why we don't talk about his job security more. Rams minus three and a half. Rams minus 190. They'll bounce back after that disappointing loss at home to the Titans this past Sunday night. And take over 49. Just because I, I think this Rams offense can score. I mean, who doesn't think they can score? I think all the Rams will need to do is score around, um, I would say, 31 points for this over to hit. I don't think that'll be much of an issue for them. Especially with Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. I trust Sean McVay more than I trust Kyle Shanahan. Rams minus three and a half. Rams minus one ninety over forty nine on the total. So yeah, fourteen games on deck. Thirteen we're talking about. Fourteen games on deck. 
Should be a good slate. I mean, hey, Rams 49ers. I don't like the 49ers. I just said that. I'm not a big Shanahan guy, but I mean, that's a division matchup. Kansas City and, and the Raiders, that's another division matchup in primetime. Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. I mean, got some good games. Browns, Patriots I like. I like that matchup that I'm intrigued by. I uh, definitely want to see the Titans win by at least three because I told you that was my lock of the week was them minus two and a half. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Mike White on Sunday afternoon against Buffalo. We got a good slate. Got a good slate. But as always, bet responsibly. Um, we will not have a uh, a Giants preview this week because, not because I'm skipping it, but because there is no game during a bye week, as you all know. Week 10, bye. They return next Monday. Not this coming Monday night, but the following Monday night, November 22nd, against Tampa Bay. I will have a preview for that. But before then, we'll have our best bets episode for week 11 next week, which will come next Wednesday or Thursday, whenever I get to recording it. But for now, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 99 of the Wide Ride Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey ESNY. That's at Ryan Honey ESNY. Listen to and subscribe to this podcast an Apple Podcast, Spotify, Art Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Drink responsibly, bet responsibly, enjoy football, and uh, talk to you guys next week.